Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, February 20th, 2022, and this is day 1436 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you so much for creating this beautiful, beautiful day that you created just for us. Thank you for keeping your hedge of protection all around us all night and all day. Even when harm is right in front of us, you've got your guardian angels right there to protect us. We thank you so much, Lord. And even when we encounter trouble, you always make a way of escape. And we want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is your blessings are in full view. Yep, it's right there, right before you. Your blessing is in full view. And many times we miss it because there are certain steps we need to take to see the whole blessing. (laughs) And if we don't take the steps needed, we're going to miss out on all that God has for us. So let's take a look at, we're still talking about this powerful man of God named Elijah. And we're coming out of 1 Kings chapter 18, verses 41 through 46. And uh, yesterday we talked about how it was like the standoff at the old corral where um, Elijah had a standoff against um, the worshipers of Baal and how God showed out. Actually, it wasn't Elijah. It was God working through Elijah. And of course, God won that contest. And at the end of that, Elijah Um, killed all of the prophets of Baal. And uh, it was now time for rain to come because Elijah had already said, only at his word would rain come. So that would take, it had not rained for three and a half years. Oh, and I forgot to mention, many of the Israelites came back to serve the Lord after that showdown, after they saw how mighty and powerful God uh, truly is. Uh, I would encourage you to read it if you did not hear about that one yet or listen to it from the podcast. So uh, 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41 says, And Elijah said to Ahab, which was the king who was a very uh, wicked king, he and his wife, Jezebel. Actually, Jezebel ruled. (laughs) She was the most evil woman that ever lived. And Elijah said to Ahab, go eat and drink for there is the sound of heavy rain. So Ahab went off to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top of Carmel bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees. I just, I can just visualize this. (laughs) Him bent over with his face between his knees. You would look at him and think, what is wrong with that man, right? 
but you know, we are peculiar people <laughs> serving God and God has a way. I don't know why he did it like that, but he did. And, he, and so then it says, go and look towards, toward the sea. He told his servant and he went up and looked. There is nothing there, he said. Seven times, Elijah said, go back. The seventh time, the servant reported, a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. Now, seven is God's perfect number. So he said of the seventh time of running back and forth, there he saw a small, a cloud as small as a man's hand rising from the sea. So Elijah said, go and tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Now he, from that small cloud, the size of a hand, a man's hand, he came, he saw that rain is coming and that it's going to be heavy because it's going to stop him if he doesn't get ahead of it or get to moving. Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds. The wind rose. A heavy rain started falling, and Ahab rode off to Jezreel. The power of the Lord came on Elijah, and tucking his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. Did y'all hear me? All the way. <laughs> it wasn't just part of the way. He ran all the way. That really says a lot that he was able to have that kind of power, but that was through the Holy Spirit to run and able the ability to beat the chariot that um, he was running. And so he ran, it says in my commentary, Elijah ran six miles back to the city in order to give Ahab a last chance to turn from his sin before joining Jezreel. Jezebel and Jezreel. His run also ensured that the correct story of what happened would reach Jezreel. So at the time, Ahab could have accepted Jesus while he was there, or he could have turned to God at that time, but he did not. Uh, he had a, that time between um, seeing the miracle that God did to getting back to the palace and being with Jezebel who really had a lot of power over him. He could have changed his mind and gotten right with God, but that didn't happen. So let's focus in on what did happen, okay? So point number one, have you ever planned a vacation or some special event several months in advance? You began to do everything needed to prepare for the big day, right? For a vacation, you might start reserving your plane tickets, rental cars, hotel room, even though you're not there yet. You know it's coming. You can even visualize in your mind what it's going to be like, what activities you'll be doing, the people you'll be visiting, etc. Well, the same thing goes for our faith. We don't see it, uh, what we're hoping for physically yet but we know it's coming, right? So if we know it's coming, what do we do? Just like um, Elijah did. He knew the rain was coming. He knew that God had told him, you know, at his word, it would rain. 
And it's just a matter of how God was going to do it. And he told him, it's getting ready to pour. <laughs> Get ready. So we began planning accordingly for this, for whatever it is that God has given us. You know you're going to have a baby in around nine months. Even though they're not uh, here yet, you may start preparing the room, preparing for them by getting their room ready, getting the necessities, even having a baby shower, allowing others to contribute to this beautiful event. Now, many of us and you are impregnated with a gift from God and with a purpose. And it's now time to deliver the baby. It is time to get to moving on what God has called you to do. The baby's overdue now, all right? It is time to give birth. It is time to trust God and know that he is going to make a way. He's given you this wonderful talent, and uh, and, and you're going to use it to fulfill the purpose that he's given you. Point number two, the key is we began to take action in our mindset, okay? We do that first. It starts to uh, conceptualize there. And our speech and disposition uh, lines up with that as we walk by faith. So it's in our mind. Now our actions prove it. The way we talk, the way we sit, the way we stand, the way we act, that all is a part of it. Because, you know, now we have this vision where we can see the blessing. So we're going to probably stand a little higher. We're going <laughs> to sit a little straighter because we know that what's coming, we need to be ready for it in every phase of our being. The blessing we've been asking God for is in full view. We simply need to start taking action accordingly. So what action has God shown you to do? You're like, Lord, I know, I know this is what you've given me to do now. I'm waiting on you to do the next thing. And God is saying, no, you need to make the move. I've already given you a glimpse. And so that lets you know that the whole thing is going to come to pass. God gave me a glimpse. He gave me the vision of T-Zone, transition zone. And I talk about it all weekly uh, about you know, working with the youth and teaching them. Well, when he showed it to me, I knew after just doing a little math and <laughs> a little strategic planning, it was going to take money to do it, which I didn't have. I needed a good seed to start. You know, maybe I got to thinking, okay, Lord, if I got just $10,000 or 15 or or 20 but I know I can make it happen there were things that need to take place the church we needed to you know uh get the new ceiling tile uh in many of the rooms put in we needed the roof patched up till we could get a new roof because the new roof was going to cost like eighty thousand dollars so it's like okay lord I believe it I know you're going to make a way for that but you know even if it means patching it up until that time and uh, and we needed the rooms uh, cleared out and and painted and, you know, which we did a lot of the work ourselves, start clearing it out. And we needed, um, 
you know, all the pews. We had lots of pews in the in the space that we were going to use for the trainings for the youth. And my mom, which is our pastor, said it's okay to get rid of the pews. We had already started using round tables and chairs, which made for a little more intimate setting where everybody could sit together. You could have food while service was going on. You could have your, uh, you know, drinks, uh, whatever, you know, we were serving tea, water, juice, whatever you wanted to have, bottled water usually while service was going on. So unlike typical churches where you're all sitting in pews, um, and everyone's able to see each other at their tables. And, you know, so it's it was really cool. But we still had extra pews, which was taking up space. So we needed a big dumpster. Well, one day, uh, a dear friend of mine uh, called me. Uh, her husband had just uh, passed on and went on to be with the Lord. And it was devastating. And <clears throat> she said she had uh, something she wanted to give me. And I said, okay. She said, can you come over? Uh, and I said, when could I come by? And I, and I told her. So it was about a week later and I went by and she gave me this envelope. And I thought, oh, what is this? And I opened it. And I said, can I open it now? <laughs> She's like, sure. I opened it and it was a $20,000 check. And she said she wanted to uh, bless us with that, to do with it whatever we needed to do with. And I'm like, what? I couldn't believe it. I just, but I did, but I couldn't. So I didn't, I I did not cash that check for a good month. (laughs) And she said, are you going to, I need you to cash that check basically in her own kind way. And I'm, and I'm just like asking the Lord what to do. And he said, use it to do the work, to get ready for the classes for T-Zone. Use it to get the church ready. Use it, you know, to get all the supplies you need, everything. And we made that stretch. (laughs) God did. We were very, very, very shrewd and a good steward over what God blessed us with. Then I had to ask her to write another check and tear the other one up because I had to set up a bank account in Transition Zone's name and put it in Transition Zone's name. I had to got an accountant and she told me, you don't want it in your name, you'll be able to pay taxes on that. Put it in Transition Zone's name. So there are all those things uh, that we had to do. And we started the work. We started the work even before we got the money. We just started doing what we could do. And then this helped us to go even further, renting the dumpsters. It was lots and lots of labor involved. God sent people, my nephews, my our son, and my one nephew, little Ido, worked with my husband day in and day out. He was the legs and he was the muscle as my husband is not able to get around like he used to. And he was the brains <laughs> and his nephews and then his friend Stevie and different ones, Edo, Big Edo, uh, all my my uh, my husband's brothers, you know, his nephews, my, you know, just came and pitched in and helped and and painted and did so much. 
And I just couldn't believe the transformation. So even though the business is called Transition Zone, transformation was taking place in every one of us within the building as we got to see the work, uh, the change from just uh, clutter in certain spaces to just this magnificent space. And then came time for the children. And we recruited and God sent the people. We had an open house and they came and it was amazing. And then we started and we've been going ever since. We started in May of last year and uh, we graduated a little over 20 youth. Each of them were paid $100 a week during the summer. And now during the winter months, they are they come uh, every the first and second Saturday and they're paid $25 per Saturday to learn and to be equipped to be ready to go out and take on the world. And they are amazing. But it was this blessing, this vision that God gave me that he said, I'm going to bring it to pass, but it's all about you. I've got everything ready. It's in full view. It's a matter all about you taking the steps you need to take to make it happen. That's what God is saying to you. Get up, get to moving. And if you need some help, he's going to send it. (laughs) Quit putting it off. It's there. Quit talking yourself out of it. It's there. Quit thinking you're not good enough. It is there. Quit thinking I don't have the money. Start writing out the plan, getting it ready. God will provide. He's waiting on you. Oh, glory to God. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That, my friends, is the ultimate. That's why we do what we do, to lead people to Christ, to the kingdom of God. Oh, I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace in Jesus name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name. And please check out Transition Zone's website, TZoneKC.org. Check out what we're doing in the community with our youth, teaching them those life skills, workforce skills, and entrepreneurship development. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.